On this episode of Any Given Fun Day, we first introduce you to the new lacrosse team in the Capital Region, the Albany Firewolves. They're here. They're here to stay. We break down what's going to happen and the future of lacrosse. We talk about the NFL draft, the number three overall pick is what we are focusing on. Trevor Lawrence going to go one. Zach Wilson's probably going to go number two, but who's going to go number three? Is it Trey Lance, Justin Fields, Mac Jones? Who is it? We break it down. We break down all the quarterbacks and what their skills are and who would be the best fit for the 49ers at number three. After that, we talk about the New York Yankees, the New York Knicks, and then we do a little come up fall off. This episode of Any Given Fun Day is brought to you by 12 Months of June Barbershop located at 11A Vitrano Road. Behind Little Anthony's Pizzeria. Find them on the books, yeah, about 12 months of June. From there, you can book your cut however you want to book your cut, but make sure you book your cut soon because this man's filling up. You want to book, you know, just a normal haircut, a trim, a fade, whatever you want. Do it on the books, yeah. Do it. Just do it. Check out the VIP, the haircut, the optional beard trim, the eyebrow trim, the facial scrub, the cleansing mess, the hot towel, the straight razor finish. June's my go-to dude. He's one hell of a dude. Check him out on Instagram at 12 months of June. He occasionally pops up on our Instagram story as well. If you want more information about June, about his services, about how you're going to locate him, how you're going to get there, what you got to do, whatever it may be, hit me up at Joey Haas or at Given Fun Day on Instagram. Book today. Do not wait. Ladies and gentlemen, let's, let's learn about the new team right here in the Capital Region the Albany Firewolves, and much more. Also, make sure you check out our friends over at the pregame game. If you're sick of playing kings at every boring pregame, check this small biz out. They have original fold deck drinking card games with no repeats guaranteed to get you drunk and have fun with your friends. Currently, they have the original deck, a bachelorette version, and coming soon is the Belmar version. They also have sweatshirts with their saying, stop being boring, and shot glasses to go along with their shot cards in the deck. This game is intended for ages 21 plus, so drink responsibly. Check them out at thepregamegames.com or pregame underscore games on Insta. If you have any questions about that, you know what to hit up. Joey, Ray, Amber, whoever you want. Friends, we got a loaded episode. The Albany Firewolves are here, and make sure you let the fun days roll. Ladies and gentlemen, Welcome back to another episode of Any Given Fun Day. My name is Joey Haas. Sitting across from me is Ray Osterhout, the gamer, the MLB show, the man himself. Ray, how's week one? Week one has been fun. I'm enjoying it so far. I'm a little, me and actually, me and one of my friends were talking about this the other day. So I don't know if you know this, but you know how um, when you play online, it shows you the PC or like where the person was trying to pull their PCI, you don't even know PCI, so I don't. I PCI, feel like I'm talking yeah, third. PCI, Reese's Pieces. <laughs> I feel know. like I'm talking in a third language yeah, too. I have no but idea. It tells you their basically the feedback of their swing, and it never did that in years past. It just told you like their timing, but now it shows you. You'll understand when I actually show you later. So I'm not even gonna try to explain it to you. But overall, I'm enjoying the game so far. Um, I'm pretty upset that, like I was telling you before. I've been trying. I've been. I've spent twenty to thirty hours trying to figure out my Twitch stream on why it's um 
why it's lagging all over the place, why my HGS60 that I bought isn't working it properly. I even called Elgato was on the phone for them with tech support. They basically said, go fuck yourself. And I was and they were like, oh, yeah, that's it's not supposed to work like that. And I was like. So does that just mean I'm screwed? Like, what does that mean? It's not supposed to work like that. They're like, well, this is the first time we've heard of this case. And I'm like, so can you help me? And they were basically what they did was they sent me an email and they said it updated and I tried it again. And it still didn't work. So mm. I'm in the process of figuring out. Hopefully, obviously, I can get all that squared away soon. But the game itself has been really fun. Nice. Well, I can't say the same. I, I haven't <laughs> I haven't had the same luck. And I'm sure you're going to you're going to take me on a little trip uh, through MLB the show lane right after this. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. But uh, yeah, I mean, you had some stuff you wanted to talk about this weekend, too. Or, or do you just want to hop right into it, bro? It's up to Whatever you. Whatever you want to do. It was a fun. It was just a fun weekend. So I didn't know if you wanted to talk. If you had anything fun, then or if you didn't have anything fun, then we can just hop right into it. Because I don't want to keep talking already. I already feel like I've talked too much in the first five minutes that we've been on. I don't know. I really didn't have anything fun. I'm a fucking loser. So what else is new? <laughs> well, I just wanted to talk about the fact that we went to uh, we went to Saratoga for um, one of my best friends, girlfriend's uh, birthday. We went to Sound Bar in Saratoga. I don't know if you know what that is. It's nope. on uh, what's that Caroline Street, right? Mm-hmm. So that's the first time I was ever there. We got our own booth pretty much where we had like bottle service. Oh, and stuff I saw like you. That. I saw you. Were it was fun. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. Um but we obviously did birthday shots, and that was the first time I took a shot, and I don't I since my birthday, which is August, yeah, and then before that it was July, so I I haven't been able to take shots, you know what I mean, and when that thing hit my stomach, oh no, I literally sat down, and it just didn't feel right. It felt like I just poured so straight, not GERD approved, like straight acid. It wasn't even like. I felt like I had to burp. It literally just made my whole body shut down. And I've Jesus. never. <laughs> it's like, it's always like, holy fuck. But no, it, it felt so weird. And I just don't want to experience it again. And it wasn't even like crazy, you know, like a crazy vodka or something like that. It was uh, smearing off pink lemonade that they brought or something like that. Oh, geez. All right. Well, I'm glad you're glad you're back to feeling better, Ray. Or whatever, yeah, whatever better minute. is for you. <laughs> it was a 10 minute span, but it was. It I got was you. Wild. I got you. So let's talk. Let's go local. Let's go local right off the bat. Huh? Because that's what we are. Right off the drop. Right off the you, rip. You want. But uh, so Thursday uh, was the big day for Albany sports fans. Right. So they they officially announced the name of the team, the, the new lacrosse team that's going to be right at the Times Union Center. And they also gave the best news that anybody who likes football around here could get, right? Mm-hmm. The Empire's coming back. They lost their coach, I think, when we when we last talked, right? Keefe was out. Rob Keefe, obviously goat coach, but cue the dog, right? Four minutes in the episode every time. Um, <laughs> Rob Keefe out. So Albany Empire's left at this like weird position where they don't know what's going to happen, right? You're supposed to kick off in less than six weeks, and you don't have a coach. What? So, good news is they found a coach. Good dude. Talked to him on the radio the other day. Had his hit. Funny dude. Swore on the air. Awesome. Nice. Oh, it was awesome. I mean, he was. He, that's how you know he's comfortable when he's locked in. Yeah. Everybody's like, you know, he's, he's like, oh, yeah, you know, don't stress about me getting a roster together. So, he was locked in. That was awesome. Um, but the Albany Firewolves, Ray, that's going to be our new lacrosse team. And I'm like sitting there. I'll keep it a buck, right? I'm like. 
The fucking Firewolves? Seriously? Let me tell you, yo, the way that they, like, dropped the announcement and being right there with the radio station and, like, being with all the owners and stuff, they did a good job, bro. Like, I'm not going to... I'm not going to sit here and say it's the, it's the coolest team that's ever came to the Capital Region, right? But I think they did a good job. I think they know what they're doing. These owners, right? Like, we got to interview a couple of them right there, like, right live, right after they announced the name of the team. And I talked to, like, the owner, this and that, and, you know, a couple of the investors and stuff. And these guys put a lot of thought into this associational. Just overall, like, I, I was expecting... You know, either the name of like an old team, I think it was like the Albany Attack or something, right? Or you're expecting just like, you don't know what you're expecting, right? It's Times Union, and at the at the seams of it, you're like, all right, it's the fucking Times Union. But it was pretty sick. Well, the thing I just read too on the Times Union in their, in their post was the fact that the Albany Firewolves, or just the Firewolves in general, wasn't even a name that was entered from the fans that were the fan entries in general. Yeah, so... So there was over 2,000... Or there was over 4,000... Entries. None of them had fire firewolves, but there was fire and wolves. Mm-hmm. So they put that together, and then that one didn't even get the most votes for the fan vote. Mm-hmm. The Albany Attack got fifty five percent. The Firewolves got thirty five percent, and it looks like the executives just kind of came over and were just like, "We want to get something new around here and and that's and a and new that's a move. That's a, that's a vibe, bro. And like they on the radio, and I, I, maybe I can find a way to you know, put these up on, um, on Instagram or whatever on social media, but just some of the interviews that we had, they really got into, like, they, they described why they did it and like everything like that. And it was a really cool thing. And the logo's sick, right? Um, yeah, I do. I do like the logo. And and yeah, like I I was expecting, I'm not even gonna lie. I was expecting a cornball logo, right? Like, I'm like, this is going to be corny. Like this is going to be, you know, just another trash team, but these guys are really locked in, yo. I, I, I like what they're doing. Right. And they kind of, you know, maybe you can't sell me on the cross, but you can sell me going back to the Times Union Center and watching sports. And especially with the dudes who are investing in it, like they're not going to, you know, they could go out there. Right. And I feel like this is something that's comforting for fans. Right. Like anybody that wants to go watch sports around here, you're like, all right, this is going to go be a shit show. Like I'm going to go spend eight bucks and fucking, you know, <laughs> right. Just sit there and watch. Yeah, it. Just have fun. But these guys are willing in the way that they described it to me in Levaca the other day was. Like, we're willing to take the hits as far as money goes, right? Like, they want people to know that they're not going to be a one-and-done or a two-and-done kind of team. Like, they're not going to go out for a year, and they're not going to put all this money out just so that it it falls apart, right? They're like, yo, we're here for the long run, and that's the comforting thing for me, right? Like, knowing that something's always – that it's not – maybe not always, but it's going to be there for years to come, right? It's not going to be like – this one thing where the league's going to crash in in, in a year and, like, it's just going to go kaputs, right? It's it's a legit league that's been growing. This is the fourth team in New York, right? I think they have Buffalo, they have Albany, uh, they have like a Poughkeepsie team. So they're connected like all the way across the state. I think one in Long Island too. Like they're locked in. And I'm hyped, man. I think the coolest part about all of this too, uh, aside from the fact that we have a new team and everything, is is just like I don't even know. It's just a they're they're they want to stay, man. Like they don't. They, they give us, they the way that they describe how it's going to be, it, it's just so awesome. And I'm losing my train of thought here a little bit just because I'm, I'm so, I'm really excited. You just dude. baked into it, dude. But no, they really, they gave us like the, the coolest description and they talk about how this is, this is actually the part. So there's a, there's a guy that comes up to us. I don't know his name, owner, right? There's like seven prime owners, whatever. One of the dudes came up. He was a cool dude. 
And he's like, yo, I invested in the MLS back in 1995, right? I'm like, okay, that's pretty cool, right? He's like, didn't it blow up? Yeah, it blew up, right? Like, they have 40,000 stands when everything's normal. Like, MLS is is huge here. Yeah. And he's like, I was one of the first investors in that, and I got to watch that grow from 1995 to 2020. Well, 2021 now. But he's like, what I saw from the growth of that league and everything like that, he's like, there's no reason. He's like, I, I see the same path with this lacrosse league, right? So lacrosse is a growing sport, right? Like now we're at the point in the world, right? And I don't mean to sit here blabbing, but I'm just trying to describe something. No, you're fine. Lacrosse is at at the point in the world where like it's been a sport in high school and like college for so long that there's parents now, right? Like it's a, it's not like it's this new sport where everybody's playing it now, but it's been around for 30, 40 years, like, like really been around. And now there's people who are in their thirties, forties who have kids and they, they played lacrosse in high school, right? Like it's at that point now. And so he's, he's, what he tried to sell me on was that all the steps that the MLS kind of took in the United States and like how they grew as a league is kind of, it almost seems like lacrosse is following the same footsteps. And he thinks, I mean, a couple of those guys think that it's going to blow up, bro. And like, we could have a huge team here. Yes, it's lacrosse. And I get a lot of people don't like lacrosse, but you get to watch dudes fucking hit each other. And it's not just outdoor lacrosse, it's box lacrosse. So Mm -hmm. You're you're locked in, right? Like you're right on top of the game. And he's like, there's football aspects, there's like um hockey aspects, and I think he said like basketball, right? As as far as just like the game itself, running up and down the court, running up and down the field. Yeah, it's fast paced. The goals, the the hitting, like everything is you're you're trying to put it all into play. So I'm not sitting here trying to say, yo, go love fucking lacrosse because I don't love lacrosse, right? I don't. You don't love lacrosse. It's cool, right? There's there's some athletes in it. But I'm gonna give it a shot. You're, I know you're gonna give it a shot if I give it a shot. Hundred percent. And I'm locked in, bro. Like I think it's cool. I think it's different. And I think everybody should at least give it a try, right? Maybe it's not your cup of tea, but I think it's gonna be hype. Even if you don't like like lacrosse, watching a dude fucking get nailed up across, like you know, he's running across the field. And next thing you know, this dude's dropping his shoulder into him and knocking him into the wall. If That's you, lit. Yeah. If you can go give Arena Football a try, you can go give this a try because I feel like it's kind of. In, its, in a way, it's the very same. fast paced, bro. You're yeah. going to see a lot of scoring, a lot of everything. Well, and the thing is, too, is I always have believed that whenever I go to a Times Union event or even back when it was the Pepsi, which I think they did it even better when it was the Pepsi arena, the way that they put on shows and the way that they present things to the fans is they get everyone so involved. That's what Albany teams have always done. And that's something that I've truly loved because. I feel like whoever has owned a lot of these teams or a lot of these organizations that have come through here, they always try and put their best foot forward for the community. And I believe that that will at some point route success for the, for whichever team it hits for first, where it just becomes so much bigger than it actually is. And I do agree with you on the part that you said, you know, lacrosse, I mean, look at, um, you know, I'll watch the final four lacrosse. I actually really love watching that. I don't love lacrosse or I'll go watch it every day. But when the um, final four that they have for the college lacrosse, I'll definitely watch that Maryland and Duke and North Carolina and those guys They're It's actually so much fun to watch those games and how, and how good those guys are just in general college sports to me. If you're a sports fan, I genuinely believe you can get behind lacrosse. I think it was also partly because too, back in high school, we actually did have a pretty good lacrosse team. Yeah, we did. And the competition around a shaker was, was always pretty good. 
Niski was like a top 15 team and always. And I mean, Gildan was Gildan was at, but like, I feel like the competition in general in the section two was just so, so balanced across the board. And obviously Shen, Shen was nasty too. I know. I mean, yeah, Shen was yeah. nasty at everything. Of course, but yeah. I just think with where the league is going to be going and how much support is around here for lacrosse in general is that it will grow and it will build. I don't know if it will overtake the empire at, at any point. It could I'm not saying it can't because you never know what could really happen. Obviously the empire is football, bro. That's it. Yeah. It's, football. it's just what, what everybody wants to watch at least right now. And like you're saying, I mean, when we when we get older, when our generation gets older, I genuinely believe in 10 years, that could be the thing. Right, dude. 100%. You know what I mean. I, and baseball could fall off completely, just because I see so so le- so little of kids our age wanting to continue and pursue baseball as, um, or bring it up to their kids. Because if you really think about it, baseball is one of the harder sports to actually get to the top at. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just because of, and it's not because oh, you have. It to could be, be a more universal sport, athletic. bro. I, I get it. I no, get yeah, it. but you don't have to be. Like, I'm not saying like oh, you have to be a crazy athlete to be a baseball player. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying it in that aspect. I'm saying you got to go through. You got to go through rookie ball. You got to go through single A. You got to go through single A plus. You got to go through double A. You got to go through triple A, and then you got to beat out, you know, 300 guys. Yeah, and you got talent up the ass sitting behind you, waiting in the wings, ready. To get called up and get their chance, which no, no other sport has. I mean, baseball is literally you go for 0 for four that day. You have a chance of a guy coming up and getting a shot the next day. I mean, that's why Bobby Dahlbeck's there in, in Boston right now. <laughs> yeah, You know what I mean? It's it's those guys and guys like Jason Dominguez for the Yankees. I could definitely see him making a come up this year. I mean, sure. Uh, Brett Gardner is a guy who is is playing well but you look at the rest of that outfield you why not give a guy like that a chance turn this into a baseball conversation because it's what i do joe it's who i am how the fuck did you just do that (laughs) it took you that long into the combo to realize it but no my main point of it was is that i don't even know (laughs) you're fucking shot dude you you are it has been a long ass monday that was crazy i genuinely don't even know how i got there but i'm glad i got there (laughs) we'll keep talking keep, keep it on the yeah, I got you. I got you. Last thing I'll say, and and let me just try and sell people on this, right? Like we don't have a sport team here, right? We have the Empire, who's not a really, you know, they barely even fucking kicked off, right? They're we don't even know if they're going to kick off yet. I hope they do, and I, you know, I'm pulling for them. It's just something we don't that, have. Oh, go ahead. No, it's just something that we've seen leave here before. Obviously, we've seen lacrosse leave here before as well, but I don't know. We just don't know what to expect for the future. So I guess we should just try and get as excited as we can. About local stuff, just so that... Oh, no, bro. I'm going to get you excited right now, right? Like I'm ready. You look around here. You look right here in Albany, right? County, Albany, Latham, Schenectady, fucking Niski Unit, whatever, right? Right here. You look at their sports, and one thing that we have in common, even with colleges, right? Sienna, U Albany. U Albany's got a dirty lacrosse team, right? Yep. That's what... That's the... We both went to school there. And the best thing that they had there was lacrosse. Yeah, they right? were a Final Four team. They were a, a Final ago. Four team, okay? Mm-hmm. They're good. You talk about high schools around here playing good lacrosse, right? Mm-hmm. Sienna's got an up-and-coming lacrosse team. I think their girls just won the won their, their title or whatever, right? So they're on the come-up. All I'm saying, yo, and, I, and, and, and listen, dude, it could be it's something that people need to get used to. It's not a normal thing. It's not baseball. It's not soccer. It's not football. It's not basketball, right? It's different. But if you can tell if you can tell me that Albany is going to be known as a lacrosse town, 
fuck it, yo. It's better than being known for, you know, a type. Small mini. No, it's better than being known for fucking Melba sauce, right? Like For what? The the raspberry sauce that you dunk oh, your sweet potato yeah. fries in, right? <laughs> like, it's better than that. It's also better. Dude, when I went to college. Are you going to turn this into a baseball no, story again? I promise you. When I went to college, this was down in Virginia. So I didn't have a lot of people from from New York, right? So when people when I told people I was from Albany, first of all, they called it Albany, even when I told them it was Albany. Second of all, they used to be like, "Oh, you're basically in Canada." I was like, "No, I'm not. I'm like four hours from fucking Canada. It's not like it's right at my doorstep. I'm not in fucking Plattsburgh." And it's just like people literally think if you're anything above New York City, you're just nothing. So the fact that we just, I just want to be known for something better. That's what I'm saying, man. If you, if you can, if you had the choice, right, and you were like, all right, you can be known for fucking raspberry sauce or you can be known for lacrosse. In a blink of an eye, you would say lacrosse, I hope. I think that's just because we're sports guys. I don't know if you give that. You still wouldn't be. Dude, unless you're fucking, unless you're fucking Guy Fieri, bro, you're not picking fucking raspberry sauce. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. All I'm, I'm not telling anybody that they have to like the team, no. right? This isn't a... Just give it a I, shot. Yeah, give it a shot, yo. I think it's going to be competitive as fuck, and you have owners that want it to work. And I think that's a great foundation for any any sport, any really anything. People who care, a hungry, a hungry group of people, right, being us, a hungry group of fans, and people who want to make it work, and right? I, ho- I think those are three things that you're like, okay, I want that. And something that I think is going to happen, too, is I believe that they will. <clears throat> they will try and get you Albany guys or guys that are local. They, are. they already are. Exactly. So that's another reason, too, because we didn't really see that too much. Obviously, it's a little bit harder with the um, Arena Football League because Albany is kind of the FCS, not full Division One type team, whereas the lacrosse team is, like we were talking about, fighting for championships year in and year out in the top 25 team most of the time. 100%. Well... I'm locked in, bro. I'm ready for it to come. And I think it starts in December, but they'll start mini camps in a couple, you know, a couple months. But I got some merch that I got, and it was I was like, yo, this is cool, right? Like it's something else that we can hold on to. Rep here, your right? city, bro. Yeah, hundred percent. Rep, be proud of rep where your you're city. From. Um, and I'm gonna rep my favorite donut, right? I'm about to rep my favorite donut place. Okay. Um, my girl Jory over at Cosmic Donuts is dope. Great person, right? Went over there the other day, got some more donuts, been distributing them out. Just giving them to, to whoever wants one right now, right? It's about, hey, fucking taste the donut. Tell me what you think. And the feedback that I've gotten on these donuts are great, man. Right? Whether it be, you know, it's light, but it's doughy at the same time, right? Like it doesn't fill your stomach, but at the same time, it's smack, right? The toppings on top, they look pretty. They're good. To, you know, everything that I've gotten from this is just building up to just something even bigger. And I and, and this is my idea that I'm going to share right now too, right? Okay. I want to extend out and this is for anybody. And and I want to first let you make sure you try a donut, right? So if you haven't tried a donut already, send me a text this week, right? Yo, Joe, I want to try a donut. I'm a donut. I, I like donuts. I like bakery shit. Let me get a donut. All right, yo. I'll get you a donut, okay? Give me a couple of days. I'm going to go up there on Sundays. I'm going to get you your donut. Next. Next thing. If you like this donut, right? Say, say, Ray, say you're a customer. You like that shit, but you live in Albany and, and her place is out in Kinderhook. You want to make sure that you can get those donuts, but you don't want to, you don't want to drive an hour. You don't want to take a 30 minute trip out there, 30 minute trip back, right? Mm-hmm. What if I told you, Ray, that when I go out there on Sundays, you know, just to meet up, talk, talk about stuff like this. What if I told you 
You can order your donuts. I'll go pick them up. Me, Joey Haas. I'll go pick them up. Wow. And I will hand deliver them. Hand deliver them to your door. Whatever you do, you got to order online. She'll get them ready in the store. Her and her great staff. Get them ready in the store. And then after that, I will pick them up. And when I leave there, I will text you. And I will deliver them to you. And if you want to keep doing that, we can keep doing it. But if I'm already going out there, right, I'm going to make sure that people around here who want her donuts get her donuts. It's that simple. Plain and simple. There's nothing crazy about it. She's got a new menu coming out on the 22nd. It's going to be candy bar themed, eight different candy bars, candy bar donuts, Snickers, Butterfinger, Kit Kat, Reese's, Hershey's, Cookies and Cream, Twix, Almond Joy, Heath Bar. Say, le- you, you're, Say less. You're, yeah, you're held back over there. Put me, put four of those on the same donut and slap me across the face. The Boston cream is insane, bro. The Boston cream is different, right? They have the glazed donut, of course. They have the frosted. And then this is one that I tried, and I was like, mm, I don't know. I'm a little skeptical about this. The sprinkles with maple bacon, tough, bro. Yeah. Tough donut. Just different. Lucy, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Matching lattes, right? Which is the best part, right? They're gonna have matching lattes with every single one of the of the donuts, right? So you have a Kit Kat, Kit Kat uh, donut. You can turn that around and get a fucking Twix latte. Those are smack, bro. I even had one of those Twix latte. You can have a latte and it'll have like the the candy. Ooh. Yeah, dude, different. Anything, bro, that you want that's sweet. You got it. You got a sweet tooth, bro. Please go no further than Cosmic Donuts. You want a donut and you want to deliver to your home. I'm going to do it in six packs. I'm not delivering one donut to your home. Now you bitch. <laughs> but if you want if you want a six pack of donuts, you want to try one, you hit me up. You know where to find me. I'm not going to even tell you where to find me. You know where to find me. Cosmic Donuts. Wow. I'm blown away. I'm taken back. Thank God I'm on a diet. <laughs> Seafood diet? Because, yeah. No. I, seriously. I, ju- I just want to let you know. I had under. Or I told you before this, right? I'm under 210 for the first time since freshman year. Yeah. I kind of wanted to look your abs today. What? Um... <laughs> If only I had abs at 210. <laughs> five, imagine 5'6", I would be fucking yoked if I had abs. 5'6", yeah. 210, yoked? Oh, my God. Yeah, you'd be handsome. I mean, you're already handsome, but okay. Um, let's move into this next. Uh, let's go. Let's talk about the the third overall pick in the draft, right? We know the first overall pick in the NFL draft coming up in a couple weeks. Probably going to be Trevor Lawrence. We know number two now, right? That's probably going to be Zach Wilson. But do we know who number three is, right? Do we really? I think it's between three candidates, right? We have Trey Lance, we have Justin Fields, and we have Mr. Mac Jones. We got to break down who the fuck going to get picked number three to the 49ers. We got an Alabama Q, we got an Ohio State alum, and then we got a guy that should, that hasn't played a game in 500 days from North Dakota State. We got to figure this out. We're going to figure it out the right way. All right, we're going to lead off right here, Trey Lance. Right, what are your initial thoughts on Trey Lance, whether it could be, you know, where he plays because he doesn't play in, in a big, you know, division. It could be his talent. It could be his build. It could be his fit. But you're number three, right? You're the 49ers, and you look at Trey Lance, what do you think? I think you get a, you're getting a guy who has a, a great arm, a lot of mobility, and a guy who can bring a different element to a team that you that that has looked like it just needed something else to kind of put it back over that hump to make it that team that you saw 
get built with Jimmy Garoppolo as your quarterback. But this one with Trey Lance is just going to put you over the edge, right? It's going to give you a little bit different side of having a guy like who, when they had Colin Kaepernick, a quarterback, along with a little bit of Jimmy Garoppolo mixed in together. But you're not getting the injury part of Jimmy Garoppolo, and you're getting longevity before. Obviously, Kaepernick didn't really, like, the whole thing, obviously, you guys all know what happened with him and, and the protests and everything that went on with that. We won't get into that. It's a different episode for a different time. That's right. But Trey Lance in general just reminds me of both of those guys being able to be mobile and also having that arm strength with a really good build uh, for a QB. And I think, you know, we've, we we kind of just look at it now. I feel like you used to look at it as, you know, the big name schools where the guys who wear, you know, you got your Alabama, you got your Clemson, you got your Ohio State, you got your Ohio State, right? Those are your big three, I would say, probably like Oklahoma uh, as well. You could probably throw in there for teams that, you know, you just expect guys to be NFL ready and then. I feel like that mantra has changed a bit over the past few years where we don't really care where they went to school. It's just who looks the most NFL ready right now, because now guys are building themselves up and and we're starting to see their own progression over years. And you could be wrong about a guy and maybe just miss him or not know about him. And then some other small school can pick him up. I feel like that's what we kind of saw with uh, with Zach Wilson and how he has built his career. And now you're looking at two guys that is a North Dakota State guy and a BYU guy getting talked about as you know top five picks in the draft, which is something to be said for smaller schools. Because we used to look at guys from Houston, uh, Boise State, the smaller schools, and they would kind of fall off and not do what we thought they were going to do in the draft, right? So right. changing that mantra, I think Trey Lance is the number one overall to me. Best fit for this team with guys like Debo Samuel, with the amount of running game that they have, the things that he can bring to this team is going to be otherworldly, especially if that defense can play like they did a couple of years ago. I like that. Uh, I'm going to go. So Lance is obviously a dual threat kind of quarterback, right? He can throw, he can run, which is awesome. He's got great athleticism, makes good decisions. And one thing that really sticks out to me about Trey Lance is he was calling the protections, the route combos, all that stuff at the line of scrimmage when he was 19 years old, right? Um, never committed a turnover in college. That's about, pretty insane. That's, that's pretty crazy, right? Um, but he's inaccurate. Not an accurate quarterback, but never committed a turnover. So that tells you that he's a smart player, knows his strengths, knows his weaknesses, right? Knows them very well. You can execute that 49ers offense, um, but the thing is, are you going to miss those open receivers? Uh, I think one thing that you look at with Trey Lance is Trey's going to be a guy where you put him in and he's going to have growing pains, right? But I look at him as a guy kind of like Josh Allen, where you can fix those things. You can fix your your accuracy. You can you can fix your you know those those things that are fixable, right? You can't fix a, a, a thought process, right? Right. Mm-hmm. That's something that it's like okay, that's the way this guy thinks. That's the way this guy plays. But then you look at you know, guys who have all of the, who have the, the mentality, but don't have the, you know, physical ability, you can, you can get the physical ability. You can't get the mindset, right? Like you can't get the the understanding of the game down. I like Lance for the sole reason that he just seems like he could come in and be better than Jimmy G, right? He's, he's one of the guys where it's like, okay, he's going to come in and maybe there's going to be growing pains. It's obviously a, a defense that's, that's ready now, Right. If they come back and then you have Kittle, you have Samuel, you have a decent team around him. Great running game, right? And a quarterback whisperer in Shanahan. So I look at Lance, I'm like, okay, this dude could come in and, and, and maybe in two, three years, 
be better than what Jimmy Garoppolo was at his best. Okay, that's what I'm going to go with with Trey Lance. Uh, let's move to let's move to Mac Jones. What are you thinking? I'm thinking you got a guy who ran, you know, I think was an underappreciated talent at a great Alabama team. You know, you have guys um, at the you had guys at the wide receiver position and running back position that kind of took over and Najee and um, oh, geez, why am I blanking on the wide receiver's name? Uh, no, it starts with a D. Why can't I think Devontae Smith? Devontae Smith. It's been a long Monday. Um, but I think it's a guy who's underappreciated quarterback and underappreciated talent. You know, when you get into the state of Alabama, you know, unless you're putting up crazy, crazy stats every single game and you're at the top making everyone else look better because you're the one causing those plays, it's going to be tough for you to get recognition there. So with my thing with Mac Jones is, is look, I'm not going to say he's immobile, but he's not, he's not Trey Lance or Justin Fields. And let me say this as well. Justin Fields isn't, you know, looking to run as much as other quarterbacks really do. So I won't say that that is much of an edge um, on, on either side of the football for for going, if you're comparing those two or these three guys together. What I will say is Mac Jones to me looks like he can run a football team. And that's a big thing I that, that, you know I what I mean? I think he just, by the way he, he sets himself up, you're going under a guy in Nick Saban, I think... What has happened over the past few years is Alabama hasn't been able to produce an NFL-ready quarterback, in my opinion, just because I don't feel like those guys are getting, you know, I feel like they build talent around them and don't focus on what the quarterback really needs to do. And then those guys just make them look great. The quarterback doesn't need to, you know, have those crazy um, Jalen Hurts or, you know, uh, Trevor Lawrence stat lines or Justin Fields, whoever you want to talk about. So Mac Jones has kind of been sitting back. We talk about how much Alabama hasn't had a great quarterback in the NFL. I think he could be a good fit. I don't know if the 49ers are the best fit. I'll say that. And that to me is just because I don't think they play fast enough. They base themselves off defense rather than running themselves through offense. And I think that the we what we saw in those two championship games or the two bowl games that from Alabama was they play so well in a fast paced environment. And I think that had a lot to do with Mac Jones being able to get to the line of scrimmage, make play calls, make adjustments and read the line. I mean, every single time that team got the football, it felt like they were going to score every single time. And to me, I don't know if that offense and the way that it's built is going to be the best thing for him. So I'll say that I think he's an underappreciated quarterback, but for this particular situation, I, if you're the 49ers, I don't think you take that. I think this is just not not the right fit for um, for Mac Jones. So Mac Jones, pocket quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. Not a not a, not an athlete, right? There's no other way. He sh- he he's an a athlete, little bit. okay, but he's he not a little bit. He's not he's not Trey Lance, <laughs> right? And he's not Justin Fields, okay? Uh, his accuracy is great. His anticipation and decision making is good. Um, he's not an athlete, really. He's not this big dude. He's not fast. He's not. You know, he doesn't have this laser arm on him, um, but he can do everything. And this is the way that I look at Mac Jones, right? If you're if you're the 49ers, you're drafting at the number three overall pick, okay? You move up because you want a quarterback, right? That's I think that's a pretty obvious thing that we could agree on. Yeah. Only thing that, that worries me about Mac Jones is I feel like he's just as good, right? You give me the best version of Mac Jones. You give me the best version of Jimmy Garoppolo. They're very similar. I disagree. Really? Yeah, I just think that Jimmy Garoppolo is one-dimensional and an injury-prone quarterback that got made great in New England. And as soon as he got 
in my opinion, to a if not as good defense as that team that he had with better weapons suited for his gameplay. And then he just falls off a cliff like he does. I don't see Mac Jones doing that. I think if he here's the thing. I will say this. If Mac Jones doesn't start out hot in the NFL, I don't think he's ever going to get there. If Mac Jones comes out the gate swinging, I think he's going to be around for a good amount of time. Okay. Um, so what, and this is just me, right? Yeah. I think that that Mac Jones at his peak is just as good as Jimmy G at his peak. And the only thing that worries me, if you're if you're the 49ers drafting third, why would you draft? A, basically, what I think if they draft Mac Jones, Ray, they're drafting another Jimmy Garoppolo that doesn't get hurt, right? Because they've shown that they can make it to the Super Bowl when they have a team that's in a quarterback that's like Jimmy Garoppolo, right? That they have strengths on their defensive side of the football and the running game and in whatever other part of the game, special teams, whatever you want to say. They have enough strength there to where they know that they can make the Super Bowl. Obviously, they did with Jimmy G. So what I think they're doing, if they draft Mac Jones, is they're settling and they're basically saying, okay, well, we saw what we can do with a healthy Jimmy Garoppolo. We can make the Super Bowl. Let's go get Jimmy Garoppolo Jr., who is basically, you know, has the same kind of skill set, not the most athletic guy, can make the decisions, has, you know, knows the offense, but can do the same things and not get hurt, right? Because we saw what we can do with a good version of Jimmy G. Let's go get Mac Jones. That's my opinion, right? You have your opinion. Yeah. I I'll just re- I'll rebuttal it quick by just saying the dif- like I said, the difference to me is I feel like this guy's a leader. I don't see Jimmy G on the football field behind the line of scrimmage and say that guy can lead my football team. You know okay. what I mean? Yeah, no, that's and that's it. and that's coming from me watching, like I said, Alabama talent or it just hasn't been proven, I feel like, for quarterbacks. And another thing to me too is Joe, is I don't think Jimmy Grapple has that you, you when you look at a quarterback, the best quarterbacks in the league right now, right? They have that it factor at the end of the game. They have that I can take the game over at any single point, and I need, I want, and hope that Mac Jones has that in him because that's what you need to get out to to be able to break free of being associated with all the other you know mid tier quarterbacks, and that's why they're considered mid tier quarterbacks because they don't have the ability to make those clutch throws and those clutch plays, make those you know last minute fourth quarter drives. And I just don't see Jimmy G as that kind of guy. I see Mac Jones as being in a successful offense as he was and being so underappreciated, knowing his own worth and how well he played. I think it's a different vibe, and I'm going to give this one a shot just based on that. Okay, so. Through two quarterbacks, we got one left, mm-hmm. one that you know very well. But through two, I'm going to give the, the advantage right now to Trey Lance. Yeah. Okay, I'm I'm number three overall pick. I'm picking Trey Lance over Mac Jones. Well, this are you saying in general? Or are you saying for just the 49ers? Well, 49ers are going to have the three picks, so just I know, yeah. but I'm just saying I'm like, going based off 49ers. Okay, right because that's their that's their well that team to me just forward. made it sound like you think that they're the best quarterback in the draft and you think that they should go to no the no I, I'm just saying based okay. off 49ers. Okay, last quarterback, sure. Ohio State quarterback, obviously one of your favorites, Mr. Justin Fields. You're the 49ers. You're looking at Justin Fields. What do you see? I see a guy with a lot of fire, a guy with a lot of passion, a guy who I think is just determined to prove something. You talk about Alabama quarterbacks not having success in the NFL. 
Look at Ohio State's track record, boys. Let's look at Jamarcus Russell. Let's throw Troy Smith in there. Let's look at Dwayne Haskins. Let's look at all the fucking talent that we've had and made it to college football playoffs and say, why the fuck should we draft Justin Fields when Ohio State has the track record it has? Here's my thing. I want to defend the guy because I think he can be a very good talent in the NFL. I think he has it. I just think he needs to be in that right right situation. I think, honestly, if Lamar Jackson wasn't a thing, I think he would be a great fit in Baltimore. I don't see a lot of other great places for him. Maybe Washington, genuinely. Maybe Washington. The 49ers, I don't see him as a great fit. Um, his skill set doesn't match up to me with what they have. He's got a really big arm. He's very mobile. I just don't think that the build and the way that this coaching staff and the way that this organization has built the mantra of what they want as a quarterback in the NFL and for their team is not Justin Fields. And that to me is setting up another, you know, situation for disaster. So I hope that he actually falls a little bit deeper. I think if he was able to, like, I I actually think I've said this to you in maybe a previous episode or off the air is if he went four to the Falcons stayed a year. And this is to Trey Lance as well. Because like you said, he's a little bit inaccurate. He might not have the, you know, get right in there and go type mentality. Um, I think either one of those guys, you put him behind Matt Ryan, who's been able to lead team. Sure, he he lost a 20-3 to three he's lead. He's a leader. And whatever. He's a leader, though. But he is a, a solidified quarterback and one of the be- better quarterbacks that we've seen over the past couple decades. You can learn a lot from him. you got a guy, hey, what happens if the Falcons' season's chalked and Matt, and Matt goes to the coaching staff and says, you know what, Julio Jones is still on our team. We still have a really good, you know, offense that I think, you know, with maybe Justin would be able to to thrive. And, you know, I'm I'm kind of falling off and the season's already chalked as it is. I'm still getting my fucking 10 million bonus or whatever the hell he's getting. <laughs> Throw him in the game. See what he can do. And then he gets he gets being able to watch behind Matt Ryan, learn film from him, learn how to, you know, I think Matt Ryan is one of the more respected, I would say, quarterbacks in the league just because of what he's been able to do and and he's never really talked you know what I mean he's never really talked about in, in a crazy light yeah, and, and yeah. in a low light so I think he's got a perfect mindset for a guy with a lot of fire in Justin Fields that I think he could learn a lot from as for the 49ers like I said I just think their mantra is more of a Jimmy G type guy that's why I think they that they would take Mac Jones um, over all these guys but to me I hope Justin Fields doesn't go to them in my opinion okay uh, Justin Fields, dual threat quarterback, right? Can run, obviously an athlete, uh, can throw the ball. He can throw it accurate. A very rare combination, right? Um, only thing that I think is a downfall for Justin Fields is he's not a good decision maker, right? He He's in the pocket. He doesn't know, right? If he hesitates in that pocket, he's either going to A, get sacked, or B, make a stupid throw. That comes with time, right? It, it, he turns the ball over a little bit. It can be figured out. I'll go. I'll take this one step further. I so now that we have Justin Fields, right? Okay, there he is. Let's break this down. So I'm gonna go with my final answer is I would go Trey Lance number three on the 49ers. I go Lance. I go for Lance. He okay. He only played one season, right? Didn't turn the ball over. Great player. Only thing I will say um, about Lance is. He played in a pro-style offense at North Dakota State. Fields did not play in a pro-style offense. They they run a college offense, Ohio State offense. That's just what they've always done. It's just how it goes. North Dakota State, they're not as, you know, 
prestigious, this big, you know, they're not competitive in, in, in football like that. So he's going to run a pro-style offense. It's just what they do. I will say that that one year of experience is better than Fields' two years of experience. I think they're very similar players. But I think he's more pro-ready for the fact that he's shown the ability to think for himself. He can go out there and he can make the right decisions, right? He may not be as good of a quarterback at this very moment as Fields. But I do think just everything put together with his experience before and everything, I'm going to go Lance. I think if he improves his accuracy a little bit um, and he's able to you know, execute the, the offense that the 49ers run, and make like those athletic plays and smart plays that he that he does everywhere else. I would not be surprised if the 49ers go Trey Lance, number three from North Dakota State. I think he's got the highest upside out of all of them. I think Fields has the second highest upside. I think Mac Jones has the lowest upside. I think that I just give the slight advantage to Lance over Fields. I think Fields would be awesome at the number four pick to the Falcons. But I think as far as just the best fit for the 49ers at number three. I'm going to go Lance for the sole fact that he was in a pro-style offense, and now he's going to go into another pro-style offense with a quarterback whisperer, has a has a ready team. That's my pick, Ray. Where would you go? I'm going to agree with you on uh, on a few things. I'm not going to say that I, I agree that Mac Jones has a, has a, as down as an upside as you believe. I will say I agree with you on the fact that Trey Lance, I think, is the best <clears throat> best fit for this team overall. Um I don't know if Justin Fields and him, you know, I think they you could pick pick them hand in hand. But here's one thing I'll say. Like you said, Ohio State's offense has always been college built. That's why and one of the reasons they haven't been able to pr- produce an NFL ready right now quarterback. So I think if you're the 49ers, you're looking for a right now quarterback, you don't take Justin Fields because I think you need to that's a guy who needs to sit under center. Like I said, go to maybe a Packers, go to, you know, go to a team with a great quarterback. That's that's solidified their, themselves in in history and, you know, is most likely going to be a Hall of Famer talked about, you know, going forward. Um, I just think that for some reason and whatever reason it is, Ohio State's not been able to produce NFL ready right now quarterbacks that are solidified into that offensive pool of kind of running gun style football. And I think that's why Mac Jones is still has a good upside is because even though he doesn't have the big skill set that you would say Trey Lance does and, and fields does along with as the dual threat side of things, he's a very accurate quarterback that can, I think, like I said, make calls to the line of scrimmage. I don't think he's afraid of anybody that's going to come up to him. And I think if they say that he's, you know, obviously as a quarterback, you got to be the leader in the locker room. You got to be a leader on and off the field. You got to be the guys, that guy getting your team hyped up. You know what I mean? That's on the defensive side of the football is your defensive captain is your middle linebacker or whoever the hell the case may be on the offense. You know, everything's going through the quarterback because if people don't have trust in the quarterback, it's just downhill from there in general. So, um, like I said, I think Trey Lance to the 49ers is definitely the best. I'll say Justin Fields, like you said, I think would be, um, I, he's obviously not going to fall all the way down to a, to a team like the Packers or something along those lines, but the the Falcons are honestly the closest thing to it. Or you know what, Joe? How about the Broncos straight up to the four pick? Jesus! How about the Broncos straight up to the four pick? We're ending there. Um, <laughs> you got it here, Trey Lance. Trey Lance number three, Fields four, Mac wherever Mac goes. Probably, I'd say I think he s- slips to thirteen. Maybe maybe to the Pats. 
Maybe a little Patriots quarterback, Mac Jones. You saw what they did in Jimmy G's early days. Yeah, if, you, right. if you told me that's Jimmy right. G, Pat's edition was the 49ers quarterback, I would have said, okay, don't get a quarterback, but he's not. So there you have it. Um, let's go right into it, Ray. Talk a little New York sports here. End it up, wrap it up a little bit. We got two teams. I know I didn't mention this to you before, but we have to touch on it, bro. This is the best thing. This is probably the best news that... Anybody who likes the orange ball that dribbles on the court and lives in New York, this is probably, this is probably right where they're, this is right in their wheelhouse. They play basketball. We love that basketball. The New York Knicks are on a six-game win streak. And for the first time, I will sit here and say Julius Randle is a dominant player. He is a man. He is a, do- he is a man amongst boys. He's that dude yes, he right is. now. He is the boy. Julius Randle has taken this Knicks franchise, right? He said, all right, guys, listen, I know about the pest. I know about your baggage, right? He's like a new boyfriend coming in, right? Like, he's <laughs> like, you know, he's the Ken. In, in the, you know the Barbie dolls, Ken? Yes, yes, Joe. He's Ken. And he comes in, and he's like, listen, Barbie, I know some dudes probably hurt you before, and I know you've been in a bad place for a long time, but listen to me. Listen to Uncle Ken. Listen to Uncle Julius. I'm going to make sure you get the fuck out of this bad place, and I'm going to take you to the promised land. All right? Hey. hey what's that What's that TikTok? Oh, you Oh, you want to go? Yeah, I want to go there. Oh, I could take you there. You know what I'm talking <laughs> yeah, about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Julius Randle with the Knicks franchise. <laughs> Knicks are on a six-game win streak. I mean, they've beaten the Pelicans twice in this win streak, and they are looking as good as they have looked, right? This is the first time, I believe, since 2014 that the Knicks are five games over 500. They wow. look awesome. They're crushing it, and they are not—don't get me wrong. These aren't sloppy wins, right? This is Julius Randle, Derrick Rose, everybody, Reggie Bullock. I mean, everybody up and down the lineup is contributing. R.J. Barrett, they're all going out there every night. And they're not only playing their tails off, but they're sh- they're it's showing on the scoreboard, right? These aren't super close games every game. They're going out there, they're winning by 10, 12. You know, these aren't down to the wire games. They are killing it. This is what Knicks fans have been asking for, right? A team to build or players to build around. Give us something. Give us somebody. RJ Barrett was finally a right pick. You get Julius Randle over from the Lakers, and he just starts going to town. He says, you know what? I didn't have it in L.A., but I know what I'm capable of. And he has been just absolutely dominating and is, what, a 25-plus, 10-6 and six as a power forward Killing presence? It. And he's bringing the ball up the court, dude. He I is, mean, he, he's it, doing it all. He has got to be most improved. Oh, 100%. I, I, would, I would 100% agree. And... Man, dude, like I'm just, dude, and that's what I was saying to you earlier. It's something we've always talked about. I might not be, you know, I don't have any New York sports teams, but my dad's a Knicks, Jets, and Mets fan. You feel for that man, right? About what he's had to go through over the past, oh, I don't know, pretty much his whole life. He's probably, he's probably on (laughs) one of the most positive points of his life, right? Yeah, exactly. With the the Mets, with Frankie, he was, he was hyped when he texted me first thing as soon as that happened. Plus, if you add the Grominator, dude, you're, you're just, you're a step up on everybody. Zach Wilson coming in. Zach Wilson's going to come in. You got, you got the promise land with the Knicks. Knicks basketball, yo, is back. They're killing it. And if we didn't throw a bone over at the Knicks, man, and just say how awesome they're looking, um, it would we wouldn't be doing our due diligence. True that. Um, last thing I want to ask about the Knicks, Ray, and this is a question that you know I kind of want to get your opinion, then I'll give mine. 
But if so, you're the Knicks right now. You just went into you're having a great season, right? You could end up missing the playoffs this year, and the promise is back in New York, right? Regardless, they could lose out, but you're still sitting here and saying, "All right, this was a great season." You're in the off season now, right? You have money to spend. Obviously, you haven't spent money on those free agents, right? You've missed out on all those free agents, so you still have money to spend. You don't have a lot of guys on payroll because they're all rookies, second year, third year guys, or or veterans that are there on you know tiny contracts. Do you bring it? So say you bring in a guy like Kawhi Leonard, right? Free agent this summer, just throwing it out there. You go to Kawhi. Hey Kawhi, this is Julius's team. Would you agree with that? Would you say that Julia Julius has turned himself into a alpha at, instead of a Robin? Right? I would. I'm going to go as far to say. I think he's an alpha now. I think like he deserves to run this team, even if you bring it. There's a one A one B at at least, Ray. I'm not sitting here and turning Julius Randle into a B player, even if you bring in a star. I'm not. I, it's like a Kawhi Paul George. It'd be like Kawhi and Julius. Okay, I get. But even that situation where, just because of how much attention Kawhi not attention but how much and this could be any star right Bradley Beal anybody Russell Westbrook whoever it is I got you on that I I know who I know what you're saying but in general you look at those guys and I don't know if one year is enough for me to say that he's going to be the alpha right you have a guy in Kawhi who say you have a guy in Kawhi say you have a guy in Russell Westbrook who comes in you know even Bradley Beal I mean, these are all guys who are top of the line all-stars this year who are playing out of their, you know, obviously Russ isn't. So I think if you have Russ come in, I, I would say, yeah, I think it depends on the person 100%. Because if you have Russ come in, I think he is coming off a, a tougher year for himself. I think he makes, he's okay with making his teammates better, but also getting his. You know what I mean? I don't think he would be opposed to stepping down from that, but also being like, you can, you can call yourself whatever you want. As long as you let me do me, you know what I mean? And let me be my, don't come at me for being the player that you know who I can be. Right. 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 When you look at a guy like Kawhi, I think he comes in. I think he's going to have to just because he has that championship presence. He has the, you know, Kawhi's there. Oh shit. They're a title contender team. Now he has that kind of like LeBron, LeBron ish effect now to him. And I would say, honestly, the same thing when, even with like Giannis or a guy like Embiid, you know what I mean? You have those guys now where wherever they go, they're probably going to be title contenders or at least talked about as the top top team, top tier teams uh, in whatever conference that they're in. So I will agree with certain players, but I won't say that a guy who solidified himself in the league and continue and has just continued to prove himself. Why wouldn't they be the alpha whenever they came over? So we'll end this conversation with probably the best stat. This is like, this is like good jazz music to a Knicks fan's ear, right? Well-deserved. This is just a post from the Knicks. Four straight 30-point games or more and four straight wins. Julius Randle is your Eastern Conference Player of the Week. Great to hear. It is just great, great times to be a Knicks fan. But One of my friends actually said he was happy to wear a Knicks hat this week. But <laughs> First time forever. But it's a bad time to be a Yankees fan. Oh, it's a bad time. You know what? New York Yankees right now, 5-10. and 10. Nothing's going right. Cashman's out here giving statements. Aaron Boone's nowhere to be found. This team is in shambles. My heart hurts. And the one hope that I was holding on to, Ray, 
was when Garrett Cole went out and made a start. The Yankees have won the game, right? Garrett Cole goes out. Yankees find a way to squeak out a 3-1 to one win, right? That's all I need. Garrett Cole goes out yesterday. Pitches. Pitches a great game. Strikes out 10. And guess what, right? The no, Yankees still lost. And I'm hurt. I'm really hurt. Ray, what's going on with the Yankees? I, it, it's They're not hitting the baseball. I mean, it's it seriously comes down to that simplicity is they're not hitting the ball with runners in scoring positions. They're not even able to really get a lot of runners on. Can we agree, <clears> though? And give themselves opportunities to put themselves into, into winning positions. Can we at least agree that it's just every aspect of the team, though? It's not just the pitching. It's not just the hitting. It's not just the fielding. It's not just the base running. It's every aspect of this team right now is bad. The problem to me, the, the, the problem for me, I should say, is this team came out, right, with their cock hanging out. You know what I'm saying? As they, they should have. Right, as they should have. The problem is they got they got to put back in their pants pretty quick, and they don't know where to go now. Yeah, They, they don't know they, what well, to do. Well, they put their cock out, and they, and they realized it was a chode. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we're probably talking about cock too much, but anyway. Probably. <laughs> My point to that was, is they, they came out swinging. Oh, geez. Now, now, now you're thinking about Cox. Yep. Swinging. All right. Whatever. <laughs> they came out firing all cylinders, thinking they were just going to come out of the gates hot. Right. You guys had Gary Sanchez hit, hit a home run the first couple games. Everybody's up and mighty. But here's the thing, guys. All right. I know. Tell okay. Him. I Tell also want to say this. You all. I need every single Yankees fan who's listening to this podcast knowing this is a coming from a Red Sox fan, okay? I need you to know this and remember this later in the year. All right? I was nice to you when you were down. Okay? I'm being nice this time. If this continues, I won't be. But for right now, I'll be nice. We went 0 3 against the Orioles, okay? I was down, and I mean down bad. Okay? <laughs> Think about that. 0-3 against the Baltimore Orioles, a team that they thought was going to win like 10 games this year. They had a 0% chance to win the playoffs. The entire city of Boston is in shambles. J.D. Martinez can't hit the baseball. We don't have any pitching. Our entire lineup is playing like dog shit. What happens? They turn it around. You guys are playing good ball. They turn it around, right? Okay, so don't panic yet. Don't go, don't go New York City Yankee fan crazy on me right now, and don't put them in a panic because the I'm more pressure, the more pressure you put on this team and talk shit about this team, whether it's on Twitter, whether it's through the media, whether it's whatever. At the stadium, they're throwing shit at them. That's what I, we are. Fifteen games in the season, you can be upset. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying you have to be happy. That's not what I'm saying. But you have a team, right? That hasn't been able to prove themselves, and now this is putting more gas on the fire. You want that? You want to know this team wants to know that you know this is the team after you know we haven't. You guys haven't had a World Series ring since 07. 09. or oh nine. I'm sorry. Don't insult us. Oh seven was the Red Don't Sox. But anyway, <laughs> my point to that was is it's been this past decade. You really haven't had a team that you've been able to lean on. You know what I mean? I mean, we have I, great players. Oh, I, I'm not saying that, but you haven't had a team where you were like, because they haven't been a World Series team. So you, what as Yankee fans, as, as the most winningest baseball organization in history, you expect more from this team and more from this organization, right? Which yeah. is absolutely understandable. You come from a winning, it, it's just about win, win, win. They put all this money out there. They sign all these guys. They put the time and effort in, and they come out looking like this. Give them time. 
give me another two weeks, two weeks of this, and then you can start going ape shit. And something's got to fucking change. I don't know what it is. It's got to be. It might have to be a roster move. It might have to be some coaching prospects, move. some prospects coming up or something. Like I was saying earlier, but there's got to be something. You could even go as far as the front office. There's something not right in New York Yankees baseball. I don't know what the fucking answer is, but when you look at this team and there's one guy hitting over 300 and it's your backup catcher, there's a fucking problem. Yeah, there is. And, right. uh, you know, right, right. I'm, I'm looking to you, right? You're the baseball mind. Can you put me at ease? Can you put me at ease, please? Say, Joe, this is what the Yankees got to do. This is how it's been, right? The, Say, t- make, comfort me, right? Tell me it's going to be all right. I just tried to. I don't know if it's going to be all right. I can't promise you that because I don't you know can how. Promise it to baseball me. Baseball is a day by day game. I mean, you can come out. Right? How do we turn it around? Hit the fucking baseball, man. I I don't know what happened to this team because this was the this is to me this is top three scariest lineups I have to look at on paper. You know yeah, what I mean? You have what the Padres and Dodgers. Yeah, I would say behind the Padres and the Dodgers. Yeah, and and, and you could argue, you could argue, you could argue. I would say you could argue that before the season started, you could argue that the Yankees lineup was better than the Padres. I would have, I, I would have probably been okay with that. Or, I would have accepted. I would have agreed. It. You know what I mean? So this team has all the right tools, and it's not even like your bullpen's really looking that bad. I mean, Darren O'Day coming off of the season that he had, Darren O'Day's looking ha- has, good. has looked good. Uh, Las- Lasalja or however the fire Lasaga Lasagna Lasagna sure Luizica yeah <laughs> it's Lasagna. nineteen I've heard different nineteen he throws different names. Cheddar. You also listen to um what the hell's his name? Try and talk on the Yankees radio and it's Sterling. Yeah, holy shit. Is he okay? You leave him alone. Oh, thank you, Susan. You leave him alone. It's mine. <laughs> no, he's it's one of the goats. John. He's one of the goats, dude. John. Um, but just tell me it's going to be all right, right, right? Just is it the hit? I want right. Think... It's got to be from the hitting. What's it? What's it going to take from the Yankees? Right? Is it going to be one where they go out and fucking blast the ball for twenty runs, or is it going to be uh, a you know a bench guy like Higashioka who who has a good series, right? And he he sparks it. What's it going to be? It, you know what do you it, think it's going to be? You know where this comes from? It, it doesn't even have to be that. This comes from something deeper than that. And I promise you that they the, know the it. wounds deeper. And I'm talking, this has got to be a players-only meeting has to be called. And I'm saying either Judge, I don't know who the fuck the captain is on that team right now. It's supposed to be Judge. Judge or DJ, because I know DJ. DJ, no, 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 no. If anything, it, it wouldn't be DJ. No way. What are you saying? Have you? Did, I mean, when he's fired up, oh, DJ's let him awesome. go. Let that man go. Cause even if he he'll be he'll be the quiet guy, but if you let if you get he went through fucking hell. This man played for the dog shit Rockies. Finally came here and said, "Here I am. Fuck with me, right?" And show has showed out and and made the city of New York love. He still hit. I mean, he's not you know he's not hitting great. He's hitting two eighty six. I mean, but that's if you look pretty. At the, that's he's the, slumping and he's still hitting two ninety. Uh, that's what I'm saying. This guy's been a three hundred plus guy who's a solid, not solid, but he's a good defensive player. Who has been a role player now? Turn you're turning him into a star. This team needs to take a fucking look in the mirror, in general, and someone's got to come out. And because Judge Stanton, all these top tier guys who you look to and you expect to perform aren't. You don't want them coming out and saying, "Let's fucking go." You know what I mean? Lock it the fuck in. Yeah. Because you, they're not 
right? They're not. They're, they're not. not. No, they're not. So how can you even how can you even look them back in the eye and say it's going to be okay when they're the ones who are ca- not causing but are, are part of the issue that is happening currently? So I like I said, I think this comes from it's got to come from DJ. I genuinely believe that. I know. DJ. I was, I seriously not judge, not stand, not anybody. Else. I think he can be the fiery guy to light a fire under this Glaber? team's ass. Glaber, I just want to do. Are you okay? Or it could be John. Hey guys, all right, let's go. That's what I mean. Let's go, fucking. I just genuinely. I think that DJ is the type of guy that would scare some people, like just scare them into playing better. You know I, like I, mean? that. And I like I, that. I th- he's that quiet guy that if if you let him get to his tipping point, is just gonna turn the fuck up. Mm. He's gonna put a fucking. That's not so, a guy I want mad. He's gonna put so much big league chew in his mouth that every time he talks to you, a lot of it's gonna spit out and hit you in the face. That's how much big league chew and seeds he's gonna. You take that shit out, and he could turn it into a baseball, throw it up, and rip it. Right? Yeah. He could toss that thing up, soft toss. And swing that thing out of the field. That's how angry he's going to be with his wad of fucking gum, seeds, chew, right? Lip packing. DJ <laughs> just got it you all. Na- you name it. He's you got name it. it. He's got that thing <laughs> under his under his lower lip. And and like I said too, yeah. I think I think another guy who's got to step up and start to take ownership of this team is Garrett Cole. I I also and, agree. And like I said too, I mean you know you don't want to just look at the hitting side of things, but you got to be. Cole's like, been great, right? Like there's, there's no there's no disagreeing with the fact that. Garrett Cole has went out there and absolutely slayed, right? But he hasn't had a voice. And here's something, too, you got to think about, right? Because you look at what Jacob deGrom, right, is going has been going through over the past years for the, as a Mets pitcher, and you really haven't, you know, nice. we haven't even heard that much backlash from the Mets just because it's what they've expected over the past, you know, five to six years from that team is, is injuries, injuries, and more injuries, along with really good, uh, a supposed great pitching staff, with a team that you're trying to work with at the plate, you DeGrom. know what I mean? Literally so, DeGrom, and then maybe Syndergaard. Right, so... Who's okay. Yeah, and uh, now, I mean, I'd still say Carrasco's, um, Carrasco's so good. a good I mean, third, 3-4 guy in a rotation in general. Yeah. Um, Stroman. But yeah, Dom Smo- uh Yeah, Stroman as well is another guy team. who I would just love to have in a rotation. What just about, a yeah. fighter. Okay. All right. So, N- Yankees are going to be okay. Um. I, it's a long season. You think they're going to be okay? I think they're going to be okay. I think at some point they'll they'll ha- they'll make a switch or they'll do something to turn it around. I don't see them being a bottom team in this in this division, especially. Um, the Red Sox are hot right now. I I, I mean, I think they're going to cool personally, down. Personally, I hope that can. <clears throat> I obviously hope that continues. I hope Doogie's right, playing as good as real. he is. Um, you know, Kike's starting to come out of his shell a little bit more. I mean, guys who I haven't even fucking I didn't even know were on the fucking roster are yeah. starting to hit the yeah. baseball. Hundred no, percent. Like I said, this team this team could be scary. I just want was it uh, Nick Parvada or something? Nick Pavetta. Pavetta. He's yeah. killing it. Yeah, he's been pitching. He's been he he's surprised me as well. When um, you have when you have guys like Evaldi and, and Rodriguez on your team and you're looking at Nick Pavetta as your ace. Yeah. And but then you still have Chris Sale coming back. Right? Yeah, and Pavetta's actually a guy who I looked at on the Phillies and I thought, you know, hey, he could be, you know, he could be something one day. And I, I don't I didn't know. If he was actually going to do that as, you know, a four guy or, um, you know, behind Evaldi and the staff that we had just because I didn't know what to expect from this team this year. Um, But, yeah, I I think overall, I mean, obviously the Orioles have started off better than people thought. Um, The Blue, all those guys are kind of just all in the mix. The problem is, 
is this is the best the AL East has ever been, whether you think about it or not. I mean, you know, in a very long time, top to bottom, the fact that the Orioles have come out as good as they have with the team that they put on paper. I mean, Anthony Santander is your fucking best player. What does that say? Not yeah. that he's a bad player, but, you know, I mean, you look at some of these other teams and you look at the top tier teams in the league and, you know, you look at Bellinger, you look at Mookie, you look at Trout, and it's just like stacked across the board. Yeah. How about we end it here? Come up. You want to do come up off? Be it's honest up to you. Me. I got I got one guy. I had something. I, I got do, one I, thing. I always, I always forget to write this shit down. I think about it when I wake up in the morning, too, every single Monday, and I just never put it down in my notes. I got one. I got one. Like, I don't even want to get and into once this, I dude. See I'm hurt, it. but, like, I need to just heal a little bit. You know okay. what I mean? I'll let you go, then. I just got to heal. Um, I got a fall off. I don't even know who's coming up this week, right? Not the Yankees. I got, I got, I got, I got to come, come up. Yep. I got to fall off. How about my poor fucking dude, A-Rod, right? This guy, talk about certified lover boy, right? Throwing a, throwing a little love at Drizzy Drake. How about the certified lover boy himself, Alex Rodriguez? Basically telling the media, everybody, listen, man, I just want J-Lo back. Like he's, he's. Oh, I feel so bad for him, man. A Rod just wants he just wants some J Lo in his life, bro. J Lo and him, J Rod, bro. Come on, good old J. I I need to see right. There's three things I need to see in this year, right? The taking off of masks, right? I need to see masks go away at some point. I need to see the Yankees turn their fucking season around, and I need to see A Rod and J Lo together. And that's all I need to see. I like that. I, I I do feel for the guy. I mean, look at it this way, though. It's got to be some sort of karma, right? You know what I mean? He didn't really get any repercussions for taking steroids and anything like that. And now you you know you get one of the hottest women in the world to to marry you. And but hey, you know we all go through it. We all go through those painful Listen, breakups. Man, there's milfs, and then there's J Lo. <laughs> there's J Lo. <laughs> You're not wrong about that. Um, my come up. Just got just got to wish the boy, you know, uh, Mike Neat, lover of the Mike show. Mike Neat, baby, happy birthday happy to the birthday. boy himself. I know, bro. I know, I know he listens Hell to yeah. the show every week. Um, I appreciate him. You know, he obviously we haven't been as close as we were when we were younger, but he's always the Kobe bro. Year he knows. for the man. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude! What a he's one hell of a dude, bro. He is. He's I might loyal... dedicate the whole episode to him. <laughs> Mike Neat's the fucking it, man. If he, <laughs> just put M N. Yeah, That's what's the name of this be. episode today, Joe? Mike MN. Neat. Yep. Mike Neat, Kobe Year, 24. Happy birthday to the boy, bro. One of the best dudes out there, really. Yeah. Well, I mean, you just got to get to know him, but one fucking hell of a dude. He's an out there kid, but once you get to yeah, know him, is. you'll love him, I promise you. He's yeah, uh, yeah. he's definitely, like I say, he's one of the most loyal people I've ever met in my life. He's been there for me through thick and thin. I've been there for him. And, um, yeah, definitely a come up. Perfect come up. Bro. Has, has supported the podcast from day one. And, Always gives me love, tells me, you know, gives me what I'm doing right, what I'm doing wrong, what I could be looking for when I when I actually do it. So he's just been a massive help to me. Um, you know, obviously, I hope the better the better things are for him to come. And I can't fucking wait to go to Houston, bro. Yeah, Mike Neat, so hyped. Mike Neat, Ray Oster, how about that name? With better Donato, duo. With oh, Donato. with Donato. Ooh. 
Ooh. Uncle Donato, bro. Oh yeah. That is going to be That's a be, shit show. Yeah. We're literally going to we're going to back to back. Um Ray doesn't drink, but he's gonna drink that night. Oh, that whole that whole week. Um Bob Ray gonna drink. Red Sox, Astros, back to back nights, Memorial oh, Monday yeah, into Tuesday. So we're going to a Monday day game. Tuesday night game. Oh man, going to um, me and Denial are gonna go golfing at least once. We're probably gonna go to a Six Flags park in fucking San Antonio and send it there, dude. Ah, uh, awesome, bro. I I wish you uh, guys a great time and just having Mike Need as the third man, bro. Yeah, right. Like, so I would I would probably go Donato is like the LeBron of the group, right? And then you and then it's between you and Neat. For for D Wade and then whoever's not D Wade's Bosch, right? Like that is just a that's a big three that he, that could win a couple championships. You know what, dude? I'll give you one step further. LeBron or uh, Donato is probably KD. Mike <laughs> Neat is Harden, and I'm Kyrie. I like that. Right. I like that a lot, yo. Hard. All three on the same level. Mike Neat, yeah, I'm, I'm with that. Because <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to say anyone's Bosch. I'll yeah. take it, but. I don't know if I believe it. You I know? Like that. Well, there you have it. Mike Need, happy birthday, brother. One hell of a dude. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a hell of an episode. Happy Monday. Then the warm weather's on the way. There's a lot of good things to look up to here in New York as far as sports go. The Firewolves, I mean, the Yankees are coming back, according to Ray, right? Don't worry yet. Don't press the panic button yet. Not yet. Two more weeks. Trey Lance is going to be the damn quarterback of the 49ers. We called it here. And the Knicks are fucking hot. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, make sure you let the fun days roll.